Today's big question is, are you too close? I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is God's Wisdom for Today, a weekday live broadcast series from the book of Proverbs. Just like a proverb, this show is a short, wisdom-packed nugget of truth teaching us how to live our lives well. The book of Proverbs is an invitation from God to step into the wisdom of God. It is a very practical roadmap for developing the skill of living. Let's dive into episode 65 today as we take a look at Proverbs 4, verses 14 through 15. We're going to read it and talk about the language and the meaning, and then we're going to connect it to our everyday walking around lives by asking ourselves some questions. But before we get started with all of that, let's pray. Father, I'm grateful for this chance to open your word today. I think I probably say that every single time that I have this broadcast, but it's true. I mean it. I'm so grateful for your word, for your teaching, for you not just letting us loose in this world and saying, guess what pleases me, that you outline it and detail it and that we have the ability with your spirit to actually obey it, to do the things you ask us to do. Spirit, I ask for you to open these words to us, teach us today, help us to realize the things that you want us to understand from these words. In Jesus name, amen. Proverbs 4, 14 and 15. They say, keep off the path of the wicked. Don't proceed on the way of evil ones. Avoid it. Don't travel on it. Turn away from it and pass it by. Now, just as a reminder for those of you who may not have been with us, chapter four, we're in chapter four, and the overall warning of the chapter is to follow righteousness and avoid wickedness. It's the fifth conversation between a dad and his son. And the big idea is that wisdom is worth getting and keeping. This chapter is made up of three discussions on the value of wisdom. And the heading of the conversation that we're in now, the section that we're in now, is called Two Ways of Life, or in the NIV commentary, Avoidance of a Wicked Lifestyle. And that's where we're going today. So we have this contrast going on between the wicked and the righteous life. Let's talk about the warnings that we have in these verses first. They are avoid evil ways and avoid evil men. That's pretty complete of a picture. Evil ways are out and so are evil people. When you're thinking about the word evil, it can mean wicked. It can be translated malignant or bad, but also ungodly. So it's not just staying away from the ways of a serial killer or an axe murderer. It's staying away from the ways of your cousin Anne, if she lives an ungodly life, or your best friend from high school, or avoiding the path of your parents, perhaps. Don't think of wicked or evil as a one in a million lifestyle. The lifestyle of the ungodly is more common than the righteous. Psalm 1-1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Psalm 17, 4 and 5 say, With regard to the works of man, by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your path. My feet have not slipped. And that's where we want to be, on solid ground. We want to say that our feet have not slipped and we have held fast to God's paths. Those are the warnings. But let's talk a minute about the tone of these verses. This is urgent because this lifestyle is against God. These are all clear and absolute statements to totally 
avoid any part of a wicked lifestyle. It's very strong language. Nothing should be unclear about this instruction. You know, there are things that can instantly separate people into one of two camps, right? It's the whole point of the game, this or that. Ice cream or shaved ice, dog or cat, couch or recliner, toilet paper roll up or down. I grew up on a lake and we had a this or that test for guests. Now, other than in late summer, like in late August, the lake water was cool, if not cold. And we knew that there were two kinds of people. Those who took a running jump off the end of the pier to get the shock of the water temperature over with. And those who sat on the end of the pier and dangled their toes in and then their legs. And then they'd slide in the water because it was about waist deep. It would take a good 10 or 15 minutes for them to get themselves all wet. And they could quit that process at any point if they changed their mind and they could back out. Now, what this verse is saying is, not only shouldn't you be swimming in that lake, the way of the wicked, so don't jump in, don't mess with thinking that you can twirl your toes around in it and still quit, still walk away. As a matter of fact, the verse says, stay away from the lake. Like, don't even go near the lake. Take a detour way around it. Don't sit at the edge looking at it. Don't fish in it. Don't get in a boat and drive around on it. Just stay away from it. You aren't strong enough, smart enough, or good enough to go there without being in danger. Now, this couldn't be any more clear about how we're supposed to react to evil, wicked behavior and wicked temptations in our heart and in our lives. Don't walk on that path. Don't step foot on that path. Turn away from it, avoid it, and pass it by. Let's ask ourselves some questions. Think about the people around you, the situations that you come into contact with, and your own habits and behaviors. Where do you stand in proximity, in closeness to any ungodly ways? In the lake or on the path? Dipping your toes in or walking down that path? Standing close to it? Watching it? Or are you completely avoiding it? Do you think that you're strong enough to overcome any temptation, any evil or peer pressure? Why or why not? How good are you at avoiding the poor choices of others, family, friends, and coworkers? Today's big question is, are you too close? Now, I gave you a lot, especially in that first question, to think about and evaluate. And if you want somewhere to write down the answers to those questions and to keep track of anything that you're learning as we're studying Proverbs, we send out a free set of journal pages each Sunday evening in an email. If you want to be on the list to receive that email, you can go to getwisdom.link backslash email. Getwisdom.link backslash email. As for me, What really struck me this morning as I was thinking about this verse is the idea that we tend to compartmentalize evil as these big, scary, showy monsters. And sure, evil looks that way sometimes, but more often it's much more insidious than that. It's much more pleasant and pleasing on the outside. It's much more normal because our culture, what is normal to us, is not godly. And therefore, by definition, it's evil. And just because a way of life is familiar or accepted, that doesn't mean it's any less dangerous. As a matter of fact, that probably makes it more dangerous. Do you need some examples? Think about gossip or greed or pride or putting your comfort or your pleasure or your opinion first in front of God's. Evil paths might look attractive. They might look familiar, but we are supposed to stay clear of them. How about you? What will you do with what you've learned today? Let's close in prayer. Lord, we don't want wisdom just for our own success. We want it so that we can know you better and love you better and love others better. 
We want it so that we can live a life that is honoring to you. So give us that kind of wisdom, the kind of wisdom that transforms our hearts into looking more and more like Jesus each day. In his name, amen. Thank you all so much for joining me today. If you are watching this broadcast on the Grace and Gravel Road Facebook page, I would love it if you would invite a friend if this has been helpful for you. We will be doing this again on Monday at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you're a podcast listener, subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend. That will help the algorithm show it to more people who would be benefited by learning from God's Word. Until next time, until Monday, y'all, I hope you have a fantastic holiday weekend. We will be here on Monday. So I will be broadcasting on Monday and we will see you then. Bye.